Welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. For those of you new here, the Deep Roots at Home website was founded by Jackie in 2011. As a retired RN, longtime homeschooler, past Lyme sufferer with a love of preventative natural medicinals, Jackie has encouraged women for years now. Our desire is to spread truth and important information during these recent deceptive times, as well as the practicals of homemaking and all things beautiful. Whether you are listening in the car, while you're making dinner for your children, or sitting with a relaxing cup of tea, welcome to the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. I am your host, Abby Grace, and we are back with another podcast with Anne. And Anne is a homeschool mom, Christian sister, and she has been sharing with us in the last podcast Oh, some fascinating things about the way that the Lord led her into homeopathy for her family and helping others. And she was sharing some success stories with us. And it, I just, I personally was very blessed by that podcast. And it was so rich that we decided to move into a second podcast. And uh, today in particular, we are going to be talking about what we're calling the great flu. Um, everybody should know what that is over the past two, two and a half years here with the, um, the global uh, sicknesses that, sickness that has been um, everywhere. So we're calling that because of, because of not wanting to be censored, keeping as much ability to spread the truth as possible. We're calling that the great flu. And the particular damage that that great flu can cause um, we all know that that is called the spike protein, but we are going to be referring to um, that as protein or the protein shake. So as Abby here, uh, sorry, as Anne here shares about um, the great flu and the protein shake, you will know what she's talking about. So with that, I'm going to open it back up and say, welcome back to the podcast, Anne. Hey, thank you for having me on. So we talked last time about uh, your personal experience and the journey and how you learned about homeopathy. And now today, um, this is particularly exciting because as, as wives and moms, we sometimes just feel there's more we wanna do for our family and we wanna protect them from all of this. Um, we, we of course wanna protect from the spiritual evil, but there's a physical evil definitely that is, um, everywhere now and when we're feeling um stressed or like our hands are tied sometimes not not exactly sure what can we do to help and prepare and protect our family from all that's happening so i was concerned about the great flu because i had a kid that had uh, asthma well maybe maybe didn't really have so much asthma by the time we got it um and also, well, I'll just leave it at that. I was, I thought it was concerning. And I'm going to talk about first the concern, which can turn into, which can be anxiety. It can be stress. It can be grief over the loss of the life we used to have. And uh, I want to talk about the remedy Ignatia. Uh, Ignatia 200 is a remedy that the Banerjee's use, um, and they use it for, like I said, stress, grief, anxiety. Uh, it can be even used for depression. And I wish that, you know, everyone ha was given a bottle of Ignatia in February 2020, because we all could have used it and maybe still could need it. But um, this remedy is so pervasive for psychological symptoms, uh, pervasive is the wrong word, but um, that the Banerjee's, um, which is a homeopathic clinic in India, they actually prescribe Ignatia 200 to one fifth of their clients, not one fifth of their psychological clients, but one fifth of all of their clients. And I feel like in my family, uh, most of us have benefited from Ignatia either acutely or chronically, meaning some of us 
had used it every day, twice a day, following the protocol for time for, for weeks or months. And others of us have used it in the moment. And I know that I need it in the moment when I just feel stress that's coming up into anger, when I feel great disappointment with life, when I feel just sometimes I can tell, we can't always tell this, but sometimes we could just tell these emotions are bigger than what's real. My life isn't that bad, but my emotions are that bad. Mm-hmm. And just dealing with this, um, this scenario has been heavy for most of us. Right. Some right. of us very, very heavy. And so Ignatia takes some of the weight off. It doesn't change the circumstances. It doesn't blunt or it doesn't blunt our emotions or, or cover them up like a allopathic drug would. It balances the body so that the emotions can uh, process properly and takes away the extra. And sometimes you want to pray and sometimes praying doesn't feel like it works, doesn't feel like it's working because there's a physical component to it. And when you can lift the physical level of a psychological component, because they are very intertwined, then, then the spiritual can do what it needs to do. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so that's just a good foundational remedy for people to have. It can also help with uh, insomnia. If you have the kind of insomnia that comes with strong feelings. Um, but when we went through the great flu, uh, it started really not being so bad. We were treating it like a cold and we were treating it with lots of natural things like, uh, garlic. Oh, garlic is antiviral. It's antibacterial. It's antiparasitic. There is a parasitic component to this deal. Mm-hmm. which maybe we can't exactly explain. We have ideas. Um, I'll, I have my ideas, but for whatever reason, uh, we were eating a clove of garlic every hour and it was really holding it at bay. Um, the same with my sister. When she had it, she was eating a whole bulb of garlic a day and her kids had been sick for a week. And she, all she had was a sore throat. Like the garlic was that effective. That's not even, that's not homeopathy. That's just extra. The garlic was so effective that all she had was a sore throat. And um, she never really got it. She never got it bad. She um, did use other things that are known to be effective. And man, those other um, things that, are naughty to talk about online (laughs) that are known to be effective, take them, order them from Singapore, have them in your personal arsenal Mm -hmm. and don't be afraid of them. They, they both work really well. Right. But right. So, so it didn't start off that bad, but on day six, um, my kid, lost taste and smell. And I realized we were dealing with something much bigger. And my husband had been sick for a week and he, he wasn't getting better. So it wasn't really normal for him to be sick that long. At that time, we started uh, using the Banerjee protocol for this, um, this disease, which probably helped, but it wasn't enough for him. And so there got to be a point where his lungs were starting to feel heavy. And he, if he got up, he had shortness of breath. And then we went back to Cali carb. I had talked about Cali carb. That's K-A-L-I-C-A-R-B. Right. Uh, 200. We, I had used that for my son's asthma. And I know it has a strong affinity 
to educate the lungs on how to be healthy. And so I gave him CaliCarb and he noticed there was an improvement in his lungs, but it just didn't last long enough. It would last for about five minutes and then it, it stopped. And when a remedy, when you can feel that it works and feel that the improvement has lapsed, then it's time to use it again. We can't always notice it perceptibly and follow the symptoms that easily, but when you can, then you can just do it as needed and it works beautifully. So because the benefit only lasted five minutes, we thought this potency is too low. We need a 1M. So uh, we ordered that on Prime and was a long two days before it arrived. But when it arrived, uh, it worked so beautifully. He could feel his lungs uh, working better and the dyspnea, I don't know if you, that's how you pronounce it, but the shortness of breath, he could feel it go away and then he could feel it coming back and he knew it was time to take it again. Another great remedy for dyspnea, shortness of breath is Stanum, S-T-A-N-N-U-M. The second word might be Stanum Metallicum, but it's definitely Stanum. And all we had was 200 at that point. That was the other one that we used um, for him when he had, when his lungs were starting to be, um, have shortness of breath. And so I'm convinced that it could have really gone, gotten much worse, um, but was prevented from becoming worse um, because of those two remedies and maybe other ones, but those were the main two. Um, another one of the Banerjee projects energy protocols is aconite 200 with bryonia 30 and they recommend this combo at the beginning of any cold or flu and that's helpful because you don't know at the beginning if you have a cold or flu you just know you're you're just starting to feel yucky right and so it doesn't really matter you take those two together and you can take them every three hours you can take them twice a day. Uh, it depends how intense your symptoms are. Now, if you take it too often, uh, that can produce negative effects. So you don't want to just take it haphazardly. You need to follow, listen to your body. And if you ever get a, an effect that you feel like is negative or something you don't want or didn't expect from a remedy, it's important to know how to make it stop. And the simple answer is with peppermint oil. Mm -hmm. If you take peppermint oil and breathe it deeply, it will stop the, stop the action of any remedy in your body. And I think that's a good, that's a good thing to have on hand. You mostly will never need it. Uh, but occasionally, depending how aggressive you are, which I've become much more aggressive, uh, I used to be like, well, I could just take it twice a day and that's it. And then, you know, I would get slow results and now I will take stuff, um, take remedies every 10 minutes and get much faster results. And now I'm experimenting with higher and higher potencies so that I can get a one and done, a one and done. So right. here's another example. My son had a flu last week. I don't think it was the flu. I think it was a flu, but it was, um, it's similar. And he had a throbbing headache. Uh, he felt so sick. He was lying on the couch. He was exhausted, great fatigue. He had a backache and just pain from head to toe. And I gave him Bryonia 1M. So the Banerjee protocol, which is, you know, a safe starting place for anyone is Bryonia 30. Bryonia helps with 
colds and flus, coughing, and the whole range of things that are flu-y. So I felt like Bryony was going to help my son because he was also very thirsty. And that's a little strange thing about Bryonia is it tends to help people who are very thirsty drink lots of water. So I gave him Bryonia 1M and I kid you not within 10 minutes, he was not on the couch anymore. He was standing up, walking around, making breakfast and having a stinking argument with me about how he wanted to go work out. (laughs) So... Sometimes, like I said, when you get the right remedy, it can be so fast and like uh, fast, like spin your head around fast. Were you just lying on the couch and now you're telling me you want to go do pull-ups? You're so dumb. You're going to get yourself sick again. You can't push that hard. But um, it's hard to control older teen boys. Yes. (laughs) So can I jump in here and ask a question when you talk about cold and flu? Um, Every, you know, people that have heard of homeopathics, but they haven't really dealt a lot with it. A lot of people will know about, um, and I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing this right, uh, oscillococcinum. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I I say oscillococcinum. Okay. I I don't know if I'm saying it right either. That's a great one. Okay. That is really a great remedy. And I keep it in my purse. I give it out to my kids, my friends. But what I like even more is Oslo 1M. And I'm not sure that everyone should use it. 1Ms are considered a professional strength and maybe hard to find or maybe not. I don't know. But whereas, and be, and be a People have different levels of inner uh, strength or vitality. Um, but for my family, I like Oslo 1M and I feel like I can use it once and I can get a marked improvement and actually feel it. So yes, mm-hmm. add Oslo to your medicine cabinet and your, your box of tools. The more tools you have that you understand how to use then um the better the more the more chance you have of having an effective outcome and is it true that you can actually like like um with the oscillococcinum it comes in these vials and they tell you to put the whole vial in your mouth no is it true you can actually put like just a couple of pellets in water yes yeah yes that's true they have a brilliant marketing department that really (laughs) does a great job of making money but uh each of those little bb's is the remedy and a remedy is a remedy whether it's one bb or 10 bb's or 100 bb's and your body just accepts the instructions from it once. Now, the only, the exception to that is if they put, if they have their babies on a conveyor belt and they're spraying them with the actual medicine, it's possible that one of the babies doesn't get coated. And so if you take a few, you are making, you're, you're hedging your bets to make sure that you actually get one that has the coating. Right. But you certainly don't need to take the whole bottle. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So um, as a mom, you know, I'm l- let's right now, everything is lower with the great flu. We're, we're not in a height situation, but very possible this fall that we will be back in that type of situation again. So you've mentioned two, is it two that you've mentioned so far besides um, the osseo, but, but, but two that you have used personally? Um, it, what would you, you know, what are some more of these tools we can have in our um, cabinets? And specifically, you- specifically, let's get to talking about the protein shake. So the protein shake 
is really post flu. And so my husband got completely well after um, using things and it lasted two weeks. Um, very, very special, naughty things. And, <laughs> and, and it was those, and the, and it was like a light switch. One day he was sleeping 15, 20 hours a day. And the day after he was outside working on a car the entire day. And it was 20 degrees outside. It was during, um, a freeze. So from one day, the next, that light switch just gave him his life back mm -hmm. and, and he was doing good. Mm -hmm. And then we went to church and people were starting to get injected with, uh, right. DNA enhancing materials. Yes. And we'd read about like off gassing that somehow, somehow the off gassing from the DNA could cause hemorrhaging in women and blood flow. Like we knew that that was like this weird thing that could happen. Right. But what we didn't understand was like different ways that it could play out. And so going to church didn't really work well. He was okay on the way to church. And then during church, he would start to feel sick. And then, and then it was like a relapse. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a, like he had the whole thing again. It was like he had a a low level simmer of the same symptoms. And for him, that was extreme fatigue, debilitating brain fog and harsh irritability, uh, bad, bad mood. And then the lung stuff, the, the, the sudden onset asthma. Um, my daughter also seemed to have this kind of reaction. Uh, hers was headache and fibromyalgia type of tightness in the shoulders. But thankfully for her, when she would move away from that particular environment, the things would fade out. And so hers was just more momentary and she could remove herself and then she could be fine. But for my husband, it would set off a chain reaction that would seem to actually get worse over the days. And and could not be resolved except for with naughty things. Mm -hmm. So we right. were so confused. We thought he had long COVID. And that was kind of right, that kind of fit, but it didn't exactly fit because the certain things would, would stop it and then he would be good again. But then we would go to church or go to the store or go to a party and then um, it would all come back and he could feel it very acutely. Um, if he was in the front yard talking to someone that we didn't know, he could feel it in his lungs within a few minutes. Wow. He would have a tightening and a wheezing and an asthma. And this is even outdoors, six feet apart. So this is why it took us so long because we had in our mind that um, these things could produce blood issues, mm -hmm. but we didn't really, it, he didn't experience it the same way. He got, um, he got, it was like a relapse for him. Right. And so we just suffered him and the rest of us because it just made him mean and we all suffered. And, um, you know, maybe it was really about the nine month mark that we had found the thing that was very effective to stop all the symptoms and bring him back to baseline. But then that was great because we, he could, he could be restored, but then he still can't leave the house. And we finally discovered, um, a Darth Vader mask 
with a real HEPA filter. This is the mask that should have been promoted from the very beginning. It's black, <laughs> thick plastic respirator that has two pink HEPA filters, one on either side. Totally Star Wars minus the pink. Right. And, and he could go places like that. But our goal is not to wear a costume right. for the rest of his life. We want him to get well. Right. And be be normal and be be okay and not have to be dependent on stupid stuff. Right. And so the first remedy that I found that really seemed to make a difference was called graphene oxide nanosoma. And that was recommended to us in a enormous potency, 10 M. And that definitely did something. He could go someplace and feel the lung symptoms starting and take the remedy and feel the symptoms subside and then take it again and feel the symptoms subside. And, uh, and it did something, it helped, it moved him forward, but it did not get him far enough. Still, the allergy is there. Maybe it's less than it was before. And then the thing that I've been so excited about for the last few days is being able to get my hands on this uh, protein shake remedy. And it's made from the thing itself that is diluted and diluted until there's no particle there. And yet it retains the original instructions. So, so you're this, telling me that the thing that everyone is saying is causing the problem, that um, there's a remedy specifically for that? Well, it's made from it. So it's made and, from it. And this is really not homeopathy. It's called isopathy, meaning same cures same. And it's, it's a part of homeopathy, but um, it's often used it with cease therapy. Um, when you have a known thing, toxin, substance, and you know the substance, you know what substance has caused your specific problem. Yeah. And then you can use that to re-educate your body on how to deal with that particular substance. And it's not easy to get. I, it's only sold to practitioners and I was able to get a practitioner to sell it to me. I didn't know if it would work, but theoretically it should work. Right. Because what it causes, what, what it causes in its raw form should, it should cure in its homeopathic form when you're in that condition. So he had an inadvertent exposure on Friday and then Saturday, it was a little worse Sunday morning. It was a little worse by Sunday night. He was just feeling sick. And that's when I remembered, well, we just got this thing in, let's try it. And we started at a one M potency which it just seems like with this disease, one M's work better, at least in our family. Okay. Uh, we started with one M. He got a marked improvement and then the improvement subsided. He took it again. It subsided. He had taken it three times over maybe an hour or two. And at that point he switched to 10 M and, uh, and then the improvement was holding longer. So this is very new and I can't say how far this will go, but right. I do just want to shout it on the top of the hill because yeah. so many people are suffering and this is one thing that, you know, maybe it'll help everyone. Maybe it'll help it a few people, but it's definitely making some progress in my home. Well, it, if it's made from, I mean, based on what homeopathy or light cures light does, that is an, uh, that's like, 
a fantastic discovery. Yes. <laughs> so do you know yet, like if, if, if the mothers, the people that are out here listening are hearing this, they need, do you know yet which practitioners have this? Um, the only one I'm aware of, well, one, no, one that I'm a, one practitioner that I'm aware of who has it is Kate Birch and her website is hip health, H I P P health. And you could consult with her and maybe you'll have a great result. I hope you do. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. That's so do you have, do you have, um, testimonials or other stories of other people that have used this? No, I just, I just got it maybe in the last two weeks. Okay. So okay. I can't make a lot of claims. Right. Right. Well, but I know that I did hear a homeopath giving a, giving a talk about it. And I know that, uh, that person has had some great successes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I could share about my daughter's uh, success also. Is that okay? Absolutely. I believe that my daughter's um, sensitivity to transmission, has. I believe, I think that she is healed from that, from that susceptibility. Um, there's, there's a few homeopathic remedies that help people with weak boundaries. And that's a different sense of the word than um, what you would think. Weak boundaries and keeping things out that should stay out and bringing things in that should, the, the, uh, the, uh, the boundary of the body of keeping things out and in. Okay. And two of those remedies that can help with weak boundaries are phosphorus and thuya. And I was already thinking about when I just, when I, you know, discovered those two remedies property, I had already been thinking about giving her phosphorus, uh, because of several other things that it fit her, including something very weird, which is an allergy to carrots. Uh-huh. And uh, the more specific and weird you can get a connection point on with a remedy and the more connection points or points of agreement or um, um, then the better it fits and the more likely it is to work so I was already on the verge of getting her phosphorus and then this was just one more confirmation and I gave her phosphorus six once a day for I don't know how long I could look it up but one or two or three months and we've been noticing that she's been going places and the headaches haven't happened anymore. And I am cautiously optimistic that, uh, that, that hole has been closed. And what was the second remedy? You said phosphorus and what? Thuya. That's spelled T H U J A. And really you don't want to self treat unless you have some foundation, just hire someone. But mm-hmm. start building a foundation, right? Because I, uh, the more take gateway to homeopathy, get a book from the library, and the more you learn, the more likely you are to have some successes. And you can purchase the book on the Banerjee protocols. It's I think thirty five forty dollars. It's called. The Banerjee Protocols, that's B as in boy, A-N-E-R-J-I, and it's available online. Mm-hmm. And with that, you just have so many things at your fingertips of, I, I could, I could try this. Right. And they're, they are healing big diseases in India that you're not allowed to talk about in America mm-hmm. that, um, Yes, the naughty, the naughty to talk about diseases. The Banerjee's are having results with those also. It's a great book to own. We we definitely are a very backwards come backwards country when it comes to, well, the pharmaceutical uh, industry 
has um, definitely taken over with all of mm -hmm. the things. Um, I don't know if you were able to at all listen to Je to the podcast we did with um, the the family that saved their mom that was in the hospital with 12 hours to live. But, you know, we're definitely called as wives and moms, we've got to think outside the box. We have to think outside of what is being fed to us by the general media and by the, and we have to fight for our families. So that's why these type of things are, are um, so helpful and give, give a lot of help and hope to um, us moms that, you know, we want to protect our families and have other options besides what is definitely been being fed to us by the media. Mm -hmm. And we really can't, we really can't count on someone else doing it for us. I mean, it seems like, it seems like something we should be able to outsource but it just doesn't work that well mm -hmm. because once you, if you don't have any tools in your toolbox, or if you don't have enough tools in your toolbox, then at some point you just have to start doing things that you kind of know better and you don't want to do, but there's nothing else. Mm -hmm. And those tools, you can't find those at the last minute. You have to engage in some self-education beforehand so that you have a foundation of preparedness so that you're ready for things. I, I have a personal friend that took a, what is it called? A Phlox brand style of um, antibiotic. Uh, mm -hmm. Fluoroquinolone, I believe is that, um, type of antibiotic and she was crippled from it mm -hmm. all of this for a bladder infection mm -hmm. if she had if she hadn't this Banerjee protocol book if she had any kind of foundation in right. understanding homeopathy she could have looked up what's the Banerjee protocol for a bladder infection and she could have taken metarinum 200 I think it's twice a day I would that. Um, Cantharis is their third line protocol. So ah. they, they start with metarinum and then for 80% of people that's going to work. And then they go, and then there's a second line protocol, which might be Thuya off the top of my head, might not. And then 80% of people are going to respond to Thuya. And if the Thuya doesn't work, you move to the third line protocol, Cantharis, which worked beautifully for you. Mm -hmm. And it caught, she was crippled. She was in a wheelchair. She could eat like six foods. And uh, she ended up, I don't know, spending like five years wages going to LA for them to do all sorts of really, really, really expensive things that, that put her back together again. And praise God, um, this kind of alternate treatments, um, gave her her life back. But if she'd had this, this education, all of that could have been prevented. And it's not always that bad, but sometimes it is, it's worth the time to, at least develop an education, a, a foundation, mm -hmm. so that when something does come up, you have tools. It's no secret that Jackie absolutely loves TRS. Here is another fantastic testimony. Our three-year-old has been so much more affectionate and loving. She's autistic and has sensory issues, so her tendency has always been to go off by herself to play, and she would actively avoid social and physical contact. Being incredibly sensitive can be so isolating. I'm delighted to report that after six months of TRS, she's so much more sociable and affectionate. It's astounding. She initiates cuddles, welcomes kisses, hugs her big sister, likes hanging out with her little brother, asks grandma to pick her up, and makes sure she's in the company of family regardless of what she's doing. She wakes up every morning with a huge grin, ready to have fun and play. We are so grateful to see our little girl blossoming and joining the world, wanting connection and affection, making eye contact and sharing laughter. 
Thank you, TRS. For more information, please go to www.deeprootsathomes.com forward slash TRS. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS. So my, my kid was in a car wreck and he broke his neck, his, um, not, he fractured two cervical vertebrae. He had a concussion. It was, um, some bruising in his lungs and he had so much pain and he was in the hospital on narcotics. And it was the kind of pain that you know, when they were, when he was waiting for the next hit of narcotics, it was, you know, twitching and, and moaning. It was very severe. Mm. And, and at one point they said they were really only concerned about his neck, but his lower back was where the pain was oddly. And so they, they said, you can go, your, your neck is stable, wear this thing. But um, we really just couldn't leave yet. He couldn't even walk to the car unless the morphine was on, you know, on high. And I would, I just, I knew that we, I had to solve this problem or, or we couldn't really easily leave and we needed to leave. Um, so because I've been studying and planning ahead kind of and learning, um, I went to liposomal vitamin C and this is such a incredible tool that everyone needs to have both for the great flu and for an earache and for asthma and for a car wreck and for, uh, everything in between vitamin C in the powder. It just doesn't do as much as you think it should. It does something it, the antioxidants help you grow, maintain, and repair, but it's water soluble and it's only 20% absorbed. And the other 80% is knocking around through your GI, uh, irritating it. And then if you get too much of the powder, vitamin C gives you diarrhea. So it just, it's not as great as it could be. And yet this other form liposomal has taken that water soluble, turned it into a fat soluble. And now it's not absorbed through the gut. It's absorbed through the cells uh, directly into the cells. And now it's almost a hundred percent absorbed and it can really do what it's supposed to do, help you grow or maintain or repair. So here we are, he's beat up super bad. And we have a lot of repairing to do and I was able to get him off of this narcotic with a combination of liposomal vitamin C and homeopathy. So the liposomal vitamin C, I gave him five grams. That's 5,000 milligrams every hour that he was awake. And if you look it up, you're going to choke on the price you know, it can be like a dollar per gram, but when you're looking at maybe having to go to an ER or trying to get out of the ER, that's nothing. Right. Or even it's even nothing compared to a copay for a, uh, you know, going to the regular doctor. Um, I remember once my daughter had an earache and she was just crying with an earache and I gave her I gave her one gram and two grams, three grams, four grams. When I got to, I think it was four grams, the crying stopped and she went to sleep. It was amazing. When my son used to have asthma, it was always about seven grams of liposomal vitamin C that would get him to the, my lungs aren't hurting anymore. I could go to sleep place. Um, But here in the hospital, it was five grams every hour. And I had an alarm on my phone and people in the hospital, they don't like you doing stuff. So no, they don't, <laughs> you just, just do it when they're yeah. just privately do stuff. 
Yeah, I have, I have a friend that was um, putting the, the nasty medicine that you were mentioning, the naughty medicine, in mm -hmm. her husband's feeding tube in the hospital. Oh. And he survived. He was not supposed to, and he lived. He was oh. on, on a vent, and now he is back at home and in has had amazing recovery. You have to take care of your family. Yes. I can't expect someone else to. No. So um so the liposomal really made a difference. And then I tried several different remedies. I tried Arnica first, which didn't just didn't produce a big I mean he needed Arnica. Arnica is for any injury, but it wasn't producing a big effect. And then I gave him Hypericum, which is for nerve pain, um, having spinal-ish damage or trauma. Um, I thought that might be useful and it, it didn't help. And then I moved on to Symphytum. That's S-Y-M-P-H-Y-T-U-M. And I only had Symphytum in a 200, but Symphytum is specific for bone pain and lower back pain. And I gave him, um, Symphytum is the homeopathic version of comfrey, which in herbal medicine, many people will know is known as the bone knitter. It knits the bones back together. And in homeopathy, it does the same thing, just even better. Mm. So I gave him Symphytum 200 and Rus Tox, that's R-H-U-S. And, you know, not that, not that that's what you're going to need for your injury because your injury is going to be different, but it's there. These are good tools to have and to understand them. Um, Roos helps with pain. It helps with arthritic pain. Not that he has, not that he had arthritic pain, but they work well together frequently, Roos and Symphytum. And when I hit on that combination, he gave me a thumbs up that there was an improvement. And then uh, I gave that to him on the schedule and the liposomal on the schedule. And if you want a specific brand of liposomal vitamin C, uh, the one that we used is Aurora Nutriscience. That's A-U-R-O-R-A. And it's $40 a bottle about. Uh, and it's the kind of thing you want to have on hand for when things are going wrong and it's worth money to try and, to try and fix it. Mm -hmm. um, so we, once we had that in place, you know, the next day or, or that we were able to stop getting morphine and uh, we were able, we left the next day and continued to treat with those same things for pain when we got home and it was effective. He wasn't breathing around. That is just tremendous. Do you have any suggestion for healthy cartilage? The reason I asked that is my husband was in an accident. He fell from our attic and he fell through the attic trap door down uh, 12 feet or so to our garage floor and he broke his pelvis in over 21 places. And this was four oh. months ago and he had to have major surgery and I was giving him um, lots and lots and lots of different um, things for the health of his bones. And he was have on a very heavy protocol, but I'm specifically wondering if there's a good, what we're watching now is the health of the cartilage to make sure it stays nice and um, alive and does not shrivel and he end up bone on bone because then we're talking about a hip replacement. So is there anything in particular based on your knowledge that cartilage supports the growth and the health of the cartilage. I know oh, I hit you off the cuff with that. Yeah, well, I'm not a professional. I'm a mom with right. a big family and experience, just personal experience. Right. But um, the first thing I would think about is calc floor, that's calcium fluoride, F-L-U-O-R. And calc floor, if you search Joette Calabrese calc floor, she has a blog post about it and it helps with uh, supporting connective tissues. Okay. I would 
definitely be giving him calc floor, which is a cell salt, a cell salt number one, um, maybe four pellets twice a day. And that's going to be slow, but slow and safe and be supportive to building those kind of rebuilding those connective tissues. I would think about using Arnica, even though yes, it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but Arnica just repairs trauma and he probably has some residual stuff that Arnica could help wrap up. Mm-hmm. And then I would consider some Phytem also. Some Phytem. What? What was that one? Some Phytem. S-Y-M-P-H-Y-T-U-M. 200. I would, um, I would maybe do more reading and I would think about, I would think about those three. Okay. Yeah. I just thought off the bat, you know, the, the car accident, there's similarities there, you know, with the trauma and, uh, I have done so many herbs, um, and nutrients, lots and lots of nutrients. And so far it's been four months the doctor says he's ahead of schedule with his healing. So Good job. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, and consider liposomal, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't need five grams per hour, but maybe, right. um, a gram twice a day mm-hmm. or as much as you're willing to spend money on, mm-hmm. because that is, it's like an IV shot of nutrients that go, that are, well and directly absorbed mm-hmm. that to help repair. Mm-hmm. When it comes to vaccines, most mothers and fathers want to know facts, not others' opinions. Jackie wished she had known more facts when she went in for her first well baby visit. Because Jackie strongly promotes parental choice, she felt led to write a short treatise with personal facts. This vaccination ebook is pretty concise to allow you, the parent, to read, research into the studies she shares, and come up with your own decisions. Jackie's sincere desire is that you and your children thrive, and so she presents to you the vaccination ebook free of charge. Simply go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. Okay. Well, this has been fantastic. Um, Is there anything else you would like to share with our moms that maybe just, maybe they're just getting introduced to homeopathy. Maybe this is the first time they've really, um, uh, thought a lot about it. And, you know, I guess what my question would be would for you, and maybe this is something that, that a lot of moms, let's say that I'm completely new to homeopathy, but this really excites me. Um, are there like five, like if there's, if, if let's say a mom isn't ready to get a kit, they're not ready to go out and, and they can't spend hundreds of dollars, but they can go, uh, on Amazon and order, you know, uh, a bottle of, um, a homey, a remedy, would there be like five remedies that would be your top favorites that, that somebody just starting out could, could think about getting, or is that, it, it really depends on what your issues are, Okay. but Arnica, Arnica, everyone get in, gets injured sometimes. Mm-hmm. So Arnica is a great one. Um, Bryonia, everyone gets sick sometimes. And so, yeah, Bryonia is great. Um, and a 30 is a good starting place. Um, Arnica 200, or I really like 1M, but I'm not supposed to probably recommend 1Ms to people who are new. Mm-hmm. So I'll say 200. Um, you know, if you're prone to, if your kid gets anaphylaxis, I would get Apis mellifica, A P I S. M-E-L-I-F-I-C-A. Um, if you have asthma, I would get Calicarb. I get really, oh, Ocelo, Ocelo Coxinum. Um, you can, it's 20 bucks because right. they sell 20 little vials, but get together with your 20 closest friends 
and split it out. Yeah. And now you all have a little vial. Um, what else do we use a lot? Um, aconite. Um, the Banerjee's recommend aconite with bryonia for the beginning of any illness. Aconite has uh, is specific to the first 48 hours of starting to feel sick. Um, what else do people generally deal with? Well, that's a great start right there. That's, you know. Um, and then read, there's so much free information. Um, get a book from your library. Uh, listen to Joette Calabrese on Facebook, on YouTube, read her even more better, more better, even better is to search her name on not Google. Don't use Google. It's dumb. Uh, <laughs> why do you want someone in big tech to tell you what you're supposed to read? Mm-hmm. Read, use a neutral search engine. And the one that I'm liking right now is pre-search, P-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. I pre-search is private and it's not prioritizing certain agendas, at least not that I'm aware of, but go to pre-search and type in Joette Calabrese and the name of what you're dealing with, whether it's arthritis or PTSD or bladder infections or asthma or sunburns. Uh, she probably has already written a blog post on it and, and it's right there and it's free. Um, my friend, uh, Angela just started a homeopathy, uh, face, uh, YouTube channel. I think it's called, I love health and homeopathy. And a lot of her videos are short. So you can, um, there, you don't have to make a big time commitment and you can listen while you're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, it is excruciating for me to try and read a book because I am always doing something. So I do a lot better with audio Mm -hmm. and, um, listening, listening on YouTube. Um, there's another YouTube channel, Hom Path, H-O-M-P-A-T-H. If you want to learn more about a specific remedy, you could find it on the Hom Path channel and listen to it and learn about it. Um, Sue Mayer, her blog and podcast. Um, there's so much information that's free because this has been, this isn't new. There's nothing, everything, all of the old information is in public domain. Right. Uh, Samuel Hanneman really discovered it and turned it into a system in the 1700s. And so, so much information is in the public domain that you can um, just read in a PDF, but the newer homeopaths make it more digestible in everyday language. That is wonderful. And I'm sure there are a lot of moms right now that will be um, even re-listening to this and writing down notes of all of these things. Um, and we may actually even take this and embed um, this podcast into a blog post for Jackie and put all of these resources at the bottom. So that will be very helpful too. Well, Anne, I just, I want to thank you personally. This has been for me very exciting, even uh, recording this with you. And I know it has been for Jackie's followers and so many moms out there that are wanting to learn more. And, you know, in this day and age, homeopathy is relatively cheap too. And so these are yes. things that we can take care of our children that doesn't break the bank, you know? So um, getting more knowledgeable in this is, is very, very exciting, helpful. And um, I know a lot of people are gonna be blessed by this, um, by this, these podcasts. And we will be sure to have you back because there's so much more that uh, we could talk about. We could talk for hours, really. So we will have hours. you back on for further podcasts. And so um, I just want to thank you so much. And I just um, want, I just hope. Can I, can yeah. I interrupt? Yeah. Here's a, te- 
here's a teaser for the next podcast. Okay. Narcolepsy, poisonous spider bite, uh, mood, uh, TMJ, <laughs> dyslexia, uh, healing amblyopia, thyroid, and mold poisoning. We've got oh, all this. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. There's several podcasts here coming up. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Anne, and we will be talking again soon. All right. God bless. Thanks for joining us on the Deep Roots at Home podcast. We pray it has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and as you serve your family. Could you do us a favor? If this has blessed you, could you help us spread the word by liking and sharing this podcast with your friends? And don't forget, we have lots of great links in the show notes that go along with today's podcast. See you next time.